8.23 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this 100th episode special myself. Oh, no. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I've got wine for the 100th episode. It is a lovely Boone's Farm uh, 1987. All right. First of all, uh, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Secondly, it's... whining tonight is different than other nights. How? No, I, I mean, I'm not always drinking wine. No, I didn't say I... drinking wine. I was, I was playing. I was making a play on the word wine. Oh, the word the wine. wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, a, I do a, wine. I, I am a whiner. I'm a wino even. Do you remember those? Uh, the winers? This is... the, the Saturday Night Live. Oh, the mix. Oh, your your wine is called the you mix. You know what? I didn't even notice that. It's called mix. Yeah, but it's, it's this was given to us. It's mixed with a Y. So it's it's very um yeah. and 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 not where you think. It's a very uh it's a lesbian wine called the mix with a Y, but not where you think. Um yeah. <laughs> it's mus- it's actually Moscato, which is basically the same thing as Boone's Farm, so that's not true. Moscato is a real wine. Boone's Farm is a fortified wine. So the the two things are different. Have you had Moscato? Because it is like Kool-Aid. No, I know. It is so sweet. All right. I love it. All right. but a I'm a just Moscato saying. grape is very sweet. And so that's why Moscato wine is, it's made from the Moscato grape. It is very sweet. Uh, well, I've anyway. had some flavored ones, like a peach Moscato, well, and they're, right. they're, they're fortified. Anything, so. that, anything that is flavored outside of the wine is probably fortified. Uh, Adam, you know, every week on this show, people are just, people listen to this show just to hear where I'm at in my running training. People are just oh, yeah. so... Have- excited about uh you know about the fitness craze that i'm not gonna say i started the fitness craze adam but i'm not gonna the say fitness it. craze of 2022 i'm not gonna I, I'm, I'm not gonna say i didn't start it i'm just you know i'm not gonna say that i started but uh you know people are very excited about my running updates and uh so here's my my update for you adam or for everyone really uh this as you know i ran my very first race ever my very first race ever i ran the saint pete pride uh 5k last i mean a race is kind of a loose term mark looked at the photo he said oh i see that uh zach and daniel have their run today and then he looked back down like five minutes later and said they're drinking alcohol what alcohol and running like what what are they doing (laughs) i'm like i think they're done he's like they're already done Well, it's only a 5K. It's only 3.1 miles. It's like, uh, so so, yeah, no, we we had beer at the, at the uh, finish line. That was one of the things they, they gave us beer. But uh, here's the thing is my very first, and we'll talk about the race in a minute, but uh, here's my running update. So the week of the race, uh, per the suggestion from the training documentation, I did not do any runs that week. So all I did that week, last week was just walk. Right. And so, uh, the only running that I did last week was the race this week back to training. Cause you know that I am, I'm running my next run on uh, December 17th, which is the Keel and Curly winery wine 5k here, oh, great. <laughs> here in, here in, uh, oh. Florida. Uh, well here in Plant city. Uh, so I'm going to be running that one. So, uh, I'm back on training. So this week I have now gone to, uh, 
a, a different training schedule where you do a, a shorter run on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then you do your long run on the week. Previously, what I was doing was I was just doing the 5K on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, right? And I was just gradually increasing the amount of time that I ran versus the time that I walk. So I'm still doing that. I'm still increasing the time that I run uh, and decreasing the time that I walk. But on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm doing a shorter circuit. So I'm doing that in about 30 minutes. So that just makes it easier in the work week to do like a 30 minute run as opposed to, you know, doing a 45 minute run. And then on Saturday or Sunday, whichever one works this week, it'll be Saturday because we're doing something on Sunday. I will do the longer run. So still doing what I'm up to now. I'm running 60 seconds and walking two minutes. So it's, it's a two to one ratio right now. And what now. were you at before? Before I was at 55 seconds running and two minutes and 15 seconds of walking. So okay. I, I've decreased the walking by 15 seconds, increased the running by five seconds. And from this point until my December 17th race, I will be increasing the running by 10% and decreasing the walking by 10%. So it will be a very slow build up to, uh, to where I want to be. So, uh, that's where I'm at with the, with the running update. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's supposed to be beautiful weather tomorrow in the seventies. So I'll be out for my, uh, my long run tomorrow in the seventies. Uh, and I'll, we'll talk about my race in a minute, but before we talk about my race, we have to get to the burning question on everybody's mind, which is, why are you wearing glasses tonight? Oh, I, that was unexpected. I'm wearing glasses because my eyes were hurting earlier this week. And so I occasionally, or one of my eyes specifically, felt like it did not want to have a contact in it anymore. Now, these are the contacts that you've been wearing since the Carter administration? Is that the, Yeah, basically. The- <laughs> well, I mean, I threw them in the toilet. I threw them away. But uh, yeah, I, I wear contacts for a really long time without taking them out. Uh-huh. And the way I know when it's time to wear glasses is when one of my eyes starts being physically uncomfortable and then (laughs) then I take them out. out. Um, Anyway, so I've just been wearing glasses for a few days. I tried to put them back in my contacts back in yesterday and my eye still wasn't quite ready. Wasn't ready. I thought perhaps I thought perhaps you were wearing glasses tonight because you had teared up this evening when Mark left. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. see, I was segueing into that section he, there for you. Yeah. 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 Um, I did. No, I just wanted to update everyone that he, well, first of all, he is on the way. He is on a plane. On a plane without a lot of protein. To Guam right now. So it was, it was uh, here to Houston, Houston to Honolulu, Honolulu to Guam. Jesus. I think it was Honolulu. And then Guam to Manila. It's four four flights. I know where at least but one of those places are. He, uh, I, there was so much trouble with, you know, first of all, we're going to have to civilly sue United Airlines is basically what we're going to have. So when he gets back, we are going to go to small claims court and we are going to file a suit. I mean, you don't actually have to go to court to file a suit. You just have to fill out the paperwork. But yes, I understand. I what mean, whatever we have to do, we are doing that. If they have not satisfied him but when he gets back then we're doing that by the way any level 13 listeners out there if you can find the level 13 uh post show where i suggested that they do this long time ago i, I looked it up i would love to know where the clip of that is in arkansas you can you can sue for up to five thousand dollars the judge decides right there you can sue an airline. I did re- I, I did Google that Wait, as did well. You, did you somehow think that airlines were immune to being sued? Well, I didn't know. You know, sometimes there's like 
writing, like when you buy the ticket, there's something in there like you can't sue us. You must go to arbitration or like some bullshit or the state. Also, every state has different rules for small claims. I don't mean you can't sue them, but can you do it in small claims was what I wasn't sure of because small claims only handle certain types of cases. Anyway, that's it. We haven't heard anything back from them. Uh, it's it's really frustrating. But he also changed his name as part of his um, naturalization. When you naturalize, they say, hey, this is your opportunity. If you don't like your name in your other country, you can change it. Oh, my God. Did he take your old first name since it was not being used? <laughs> no, he didn't. But they they put their mother's maiden name as their middle name. Should we just call and- start calling him Joe now? No, 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 he did not take it. So he had changed it. Uh Well, he bought these tickets, these United tickets months ago. So he calls them and says, hey, I changed my, because as we know, I always have this problem where TSA is like, "Uh, no, you cannot, like you, the, your boarding pass does not match your, Uh you know, the, the, the curtains don't match the drapes, sir. We're not letting you in. Mm -hmm. And so he called United and said, hey, I changed my name. I have documentation because I was just naturalized. And so I have the form. Can you guys change my name on my boarding pass? United, there is, they would not. They could not. They said it's impossible. We can't do it. We'll put a note. He called three or four different times. Everyone said the same thing. He's like, well, what about TSA? We don't know. But we can't change your name. We can put a note in the system. And he said, will TSA be able to see your system? And they said, we don't know. But I don't know this United Airlines, like who Mm -hmm. is is working there because American. I've changed my name multiple times with American Airlines before I before I actually legally changed my name. I changed my name with Iceland Airlines one time. I've done that. Why will United not? So this morning. We had to go extra early because we did not know if he was going to be able to get on. Did you change your name if, to Big Fatty for Iceland Air? Was that like uh No. Oh. No. Okay. I just realized that my I my return flight had the wrong name on it, even though I had gotten the, the flight over fixed. What, what name did it have on it? I'm now I'm it curious. Had, it just had Adam. It didn't have Joseph oh. Adam. And so and apparently United States wouldn't let me back in the country if the passport didn't exactly match the boarding pass or something like that. Uh, so I feel like they would have. Anyway, so um, so he we were worried. So we had to get there extra early. Then he uh, he's able to check in. And then he says, I don't know why he waited till after he was already checked in. But then he said to the lady, hey, oh, yeah, by the way. My name changed. Like, I have the proof here and now everything. Now that you checked me in, no backsies, uh, I have a problem. Yeah, he already had the printed out boarding passes as well. And he's like, oh, um, yeah, I forgot. I changed my name. Can you reprint those with, uh, you know. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. So then she says, oh, maybe. Let me go in and try, you know, which I was really shocked by that. And so she goes in and tries and she screws up and she's like, oh, now it's telling me you're the wrong person. I don't know. And she's like, I'm sorry, I, I can't do it. But you go on and just use the boarding passes that I printed for you. <laughs> so I get a I get a uh, message from him. I don't know, 20 minutes later as I'm driving back home and he says, oh, she unchecked me in when she did that. I was no longer checked in. Oh, and so I had to go to the boarding agent, the gate agent inside of TSA. They, TSA let him through. There was no problems there. 
And then uh, he said I had to they had to rebook my seats, not book them. I mean, they had to reassign my seats. He said I lost my premium, uh, my priority boarding. I lost all of my seats for both going and coming back. Wow. I, you know, because this, this, is the same this. Air, this is the same airline you're about to sue. I think you maybe should stop flying them. Honestly, I think is it's what's going he on. He likes, he's got a credit card that's got United miles and he other, always flies United. Other airlines have credit cards. <laughs> it is not unique to United. I know, but, well, I, I will say this. When, when we started, you know, living together and traveling together, he already had his United credit card. I then got one from American and Delta. So my master, my, one of mine is a MasterCard me, that's for American. So we've got United, Delta, and American. Let me, let me American give, is my favorite. Let me give some financial advice to people because, you know, we are a, a well-known financial uh, resource, uh, a financial podcast. You're going to say we're doing something wrong. No, 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 no. I was going to... You know what, Adam? Never mind. Then I, no, I was, I was, no, was going to give some financial advice to the listeners <laughs> no, out ahead, here because we're, talking, we're talking about credit cards from airlines and what. Yes. And as you know, I just recently uh, paid off a very large balance yes. with American Express. I just paid American Express mm-hmm. like I don't know, close to thirty thousand dollars. I paid off my card, and the I was thinking to myself, oh my miles are going to jump up because I just paid off $30,000. Certainly they're not giving me to let me finish. My thought was certainly they don't just give you the miles when you buy something. Cause what I could just go put my truck on my American express, make the minimum payment Mm -hmm. the first month fly on all those free miles and then just stiff them. Right. It's like, so clearly they're going to give me the, the, the points when I pay off the thing that I, that I charged on it. No, no, Adam, no. My points jumped up like a hundred points after I paid. So I paid them $30,000 and I got like a hundred points. No, 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 that's not true. So the it's, financial you advice, get your points when you, when you make the purchase, not right. when you pay it off. The so financial, got- the financial advice here is to follow, uh, Joseph and Adam's, uh, plan here change your name charge a bunch of airline tickets <laughs> then change your name again and don't pay those airline tickets uh but get the the points transferred over to your new name what we do both of us pay off our credit cards every month i pay my credit yeah, cards by off changing every, your name and I, no uh, di- no with money out. with money i actually pay my credit card off every two weeks but um but he pays his off every- why every two weeks when I get paid, I, I do it every time I get paid Just because yeah. I have to have a the reason I do Geeky Gay five days a week is because I tried fewer days and I and I would do it once every six months or something because I would get out of the habit. I really need to be like in the habit of something. And so every paycheck, that's just part of my ritual. I see. But anyway, yeah, so that's it. He he is he's all screwed up, but he was able to get on. He's on his way. Had to get up super early. I'm a little bit sleepy, but that's fine. This is our hundredth episode. I have energy. You know, Adam, it is our one hundredth episode, so we should we should probably get through some of these things. So I knew we have. It's going to be super long because it's our hundredth. Because so, we have uh, quite a few phone calls coming yeah. up here from from well wishers, but or a lot of people died this week. One of the two. Um, but I wanted to talk about my first race because this was something that I'd never done before. And you know, when you have those moments in your life where you're like. If I had known some piece of information earlier in my life, things might have been different. Like you, we all have those moments at different times about different things. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, when you discover something and you're like, oh, well, fuck, if I had known that, 
I would have uh, been doing this all that time. Uh, I never, for some reason, because I'm, you know, a fag and I'm not a athlete. So it's like I, I didn't I wasn't really dialed into sports and whatnot. But I somehow all my life had just assumed that a run meant you had to fucking run. Right. That, uh, you know, doing, yeah. doing a run meant that you had to run. So I would constantly see people that, you know, the, I ran a 5K or I, I did a I ran a 10K this week or I ran a 5K this week or I'm going to go run the Gasparilla 5K. And I was you didn't know you could take a beer with you. And I did just not drink and walk down. the. <laughs> I did not. I did not know that you could walk. You could run. You can do a combination of two like I did. You could walk, run in, in intervals and stuff. And uh, they're really kind of these. If I had known that earlier in my life, I feel like I would have done a lot more uh, 5Ks because it was it was a lot of fun. But here, here's what happened. Hey, Daniel. Yes. Um, you know how you know someone runs marathons? They'll tell you. They tell you they I've run marathons. I've never run a marathon ever, Adam. <laughs> I don't even know if that was on the show or if it was in the pre-show. That was, that but, was, that was on the pre-show, uh, uh, which we no longer record. So no one's going to get that joke except for our live studio audience. Because uh, can consider yourselves lucky kids. Here's the, the thing. These runs take place at the ass crack of dawn. Uh, we had to get up. And, the, and the, the race in St. Petersburg is about an hour away. So the, the, the place where we had to be at the starting line was about an hour away from where we live. So we had to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning before the sun was up. The moon was still out, Adam. And, uh, you know, jump in the shower just to try to wake up a little bit and uh, hop in the, the truck and drive, uh, you know, an hour in the dark. Did you have to jump into the shower and hop into the truck? You yes. had to specifically and, oh, I'm an jump athlete, and I'm hop? an athlete now, uh, Adam, so I, I have to, okay. you know, I have to do these things. So right. we go to this place. It's super fucking early in the morning. Uh, get there. And this is how you know that you're early someplace because the vendors were just getting there and setting up their tents and stuff, right? So the... There's like a little festival in the park after the race for the pride thing. And so all the vendors, all the little pride booths and everything, those people were getting there and setting up and whatnot. Uh, so we got there super early. Also, I will point out that you let me know recently that you get very anxious about being late. Yes. And so you have to arrive at things early. Yes. So not only did it, was it super early in the morning, but you had to be there I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes earlier than the start time to account for travel time and gas or whatever you guys had to do if somebody needed to pee on the way. Yep. And also the, the entire reason I was doing this run was because I've never done an organized run for it. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the check-in process would be. I didn't know what any of that would, you know, how any of that would go. So we got there super early. It was really dark, uh, you know, in the, and uh, they had like three porta potties in this park. Uh, and as more and more runners showed up, it was like the lines for the porta potties were, were really long. So we get to the starting line. Now, Zach decided at the last minute that he was going to also do the 5K. And he missed the deadline where they would mail you the stuff, the shirt and your bib. So we had to go the day before 
and go pick up his bib and his shirt and stuff. Were there any problems with his name? No, there were it, no problems you know, with unlike any name changing um, no, needed. Nope, no name changing needed in this household. Uh, so we we got that we waited around for the race. We were there an hour and a half before we had to be at the starting line. And uh, oh wow, I said twenty to thirty minutes. You were an hour and a half. No wonder people were setting up. So, what did you think you were going to do for an hour and a half? I'd never been to a run before, Adam. That was the entire point of doing this run. So you I'd need to like scope there. it out and see who all's there yeah, and make yeah, sure you're properly much, stretched. Yes, and, a lot of stretching going on. Uh, but here's the thing. It, the, the, the race time was 8 a.m. That was the starting time. So at about 7.15, I'm like, I'm really hungry. Like, I really should have eaten something because I don't know that I can run this race because I'm really hungry. Daniel, I told you last week you have to carbo load. You have to carbo load before a race. I think it's the night before, but anyway. I mean, and there were some food trucks there, but they weren't set up yet. And there was like uh, nothing. So there's this table over near the starting line. A craft services table? Pretty much. They had crates of bananas and uh oranges no no bananas and apples and little fruit gummies and uh rice crispy treats and stuff and so i thought oh okay well they're probably fundraising you know i don't i don't have any cash on me maybe they have a square thing or whatever so i went over and i was like hi uh you know uh i don't see any prices or, or you know how much are is a banana and they were just like oh no it's for y'all yeah take whatever you want uh take uh you know it's for the run you can take whatever you want so uh it was. He was craft services, Adam. I, I I imagine that that's calculated into the cost, the price that right. you were paying to physically exercise. I never knew that that was. See, that I learned something new. I didn't know that. So I had a banana and, uh, you know, which is, is the thing to do at a gay run is to sit there and eat a banana uh, right before the start of the race. So uh, we get to the race. Just did you deep throat the banana? You I know, did. just I did just yep. all the way in. Look at me, boys! Look around right. and and so. have that confident look on your face. So we got there to the starting line. We got ready. There was a air horn that started us off. Uh, by the way, the, someone sang the national anthem, which a, a lot of videos of races I see have someone singing the national anthem. So I'm assuming that's just a traditional thing. But the guy that sang the national anthem at this St. Pete Pride race. His vibrato was so severe. It was like two and a half steps off, you know, like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, yeah. it was like, and in the whole song, he did that way. Not just like the, the held notes, you know, the land of the free, you know, like none of that. No, he was just yeah. like, you know, oh, say can you see? and it was like, it was so anyway, so the the air horn goes off, Adam, and we start upon our way. Yes, it was it was higher pitched than that, but yes, yeah, so we start off on our race. And um you had to go out down a few blocks and then there was the main drag. And you just did you did the the majority of the race, three miles of the three point one mile race was done on this main drag, just down and back. And then the other half was just getting back to the park. So just cutting down the side street to get back to the park. So 
uh, we started walking down the little side street and I had my interval timing going. So I had to say goodbye to Zach because I, I walked with him for two minutes in my warm up phase and then I had to run. Right. So then I, he, he was not running. He was just walking. So I had run. Uh, and it was kind of cool because it was an out and back. So I could see how far ahead of him was when I was coming back. He was going the other way and I could see, you know, where he was. Uh, so I got, I finished my race. I made it through. I did not die. Uh, a lot of people that give me, uh, gave me advice for this said, make sure that you really, really watch your pace because you can get super excited and run too fast in your earlier cycles. And then you're out of steam by the time you get to your later cycle. So just, you want to make sure that your pace is very consistent to what you've been training on. So I did my trace. I, I did my pace fine. I made it back. Uh, the only alteration that I made to my interval timers was I was going to do my last run and it looked like I would have finished that 55 second run before I got to the corner to go to the park. And so I just delayed doing my last run so that I could run through the finish line, you know, so that I, you know, so that I would do. So I go, I, 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 see. I run uh, the final leg here, Adam, and there's people lining the, I mean, people that had already finished do the they, race, people that were way the, faster than me that had already finished the race, but they were lined up. Looking at their watches. No, they're lined up along the, the course. They're supporting everyone. They're, they're like clapping and they have cowbells and they're like, gonna, woo, yeah, you got it. It's like, it was really, it was very you know, I knew that these people didn't know me and I knew that they were just there, you know, killing time or whatever, but I couldn't help but smile as I'm going down that last little piece there going like, oh, look at there, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're cheering people on. That's great. And, uh, you know, I, I ran across the finish line. I got, uh, well, two things happened almost immediately. First, uh, my phone buzzed because I got a text. So the technology behind all this stuff is inside your bib, there is an RFID chip. And so as soon as you cross the finish line, the system actually like texts you with your times and stuff, like tells you what your, your finishing times were and stuff. So that happened even before they put the metal on, metal on my neck, which was the next thing that happened was, you know, they, they put the metal on your neck. And in this case, they gave you a sash. Uh, and I went over to <laughs> what I now knew was the pride, you know, the, the, uh, what did you call it? The uh, craft services table. I got myself another banana and a rice crispy treat because I earned it. Uh, and I also got a free beer. So uh, I went and uh, had my, I waited for Zach. He was about 10 minutes behind me. Yeah, Zach was pretty much running at the same speed that they run in slow motion. It's like, uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I waited for Zach. We went and had our post race drink. Uh, it was great. It was fun. We had, we had, I, my first run, Adam, total success. Very, very happy with it. It was, uh, absolutely, it was, I, 10 out of 10 would do again, which is stupid to say because I clearly am doing it again because I've already signed up for it. So. Okay. I think we've talked enough about that. We, we, we've talked clearly. You don't give a shit. We've talked enough about this. Are you it's not fine. hearing the theme song? No, I'm playing? I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Adam. Okay. I hear it. Okay. I hear it. I was very impressed with my um, mm-hmm. bringing that up, and you oh, know. thirty minutes into my story, you finally find the uh, cherries of fire theme. That's that's uh, that's great, Adam. That's great. I, I, you know what? I'm proud of you. Good job, Daniel. I, I knew you could do it. My goal had been to just do it faster than I had been doing my training, and I did. I my pace on the actual run was twelve point eight seconds per mile and my previous my training pace was around 13.8 13 point no 13.7 
uh, minutes per mile. So congratulations. So, yeah. so I did. You're number one. I did better than my, my, my normal pace and uh, I did it. I, I finished, finished the race. I'm, I'm happy for you. Got a beer to prove it. Well, I've peed it out by now, but, but I, I had a beer of the day. Uh, anyway, you, tell you me. You took a picture. I did. Yeah. We took several so, pictures. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about um, AI tools. Yes. Like and we, mid-journey. And I think last week we talked yeah. about character.ai and uh, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast the other day because I've been thinking, oh, I wonder if they have AI for voice and for creating a podcast and for, you know, doing whatever. I was just thinking. And on this podcast, they say, oh, there's this website now. It's new. Called podcast.ai. Podcast. And they have podcast.ai. Yeah, yeah, they have a podcast, uh-huh. just one episode so far. Right. But what they do is they generate the entire the, the voices using one AI and they generate the transcript, the actual story, the interview, and using a different AI. And then they make a podcast out of it. So the entire podcast is generated. From AI. And uh, so why are we doing this? We could just sit here and drink and listen to it. We could just listen to the and, podcast. Well, they've only got I, they've only got one so far. And, but well, just to give you an example, normal Apple users. And that's a good thing. It's cool. Well, you know, I was an Apple user way before I did this show. I've been a fan of yours and Macintosh since the 1980s. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, we just kind of figured that out. Even though Apple was big, it's yeah. still like half a percent of the total users can you people who listen to your show are a different group they're weird yeah that's do you know who those two people are no i do not so it's supposed to be steve jobs and joe rogan oh i don't listen to either of those so i wouldn't know here's uh the thing though oh okay that makes more sense than why you said i've been a big fan of yours i was like wait does the one dude think the other dude is apple like he's just like uh uh uh, you know, but the the whole interaction is generated by AI and then they use <laughs> the voices to make, <laughs> but so the, and we may have played around with this one before, but I think it, if we have, it has improved. Well, you know, Adam, we don't so use, we don't use such gimmicks here on this, uh, on this website. Podcast. No, no, I haven't, you don't know what we haven't you or what we've used. Not no, podcast.ai. I'm, I'm letting people know that you and I, this is genuine content, 100 episodes of genuine content. 100 episodes, sure. Daniel. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha um, No, so this website generates voices yeah. using AI. Now they train, you can't, you can't say, hey, I want you to make an AI of my voice. There, I'm sure maybe there is some service that can do that. There but absolutely are, yes. But they have voices. And so, for instance, and you can select, they have really high quality, they have lower quality, you can select, and then you can, you have to pay, they have a free trial. But anyway, here's- He seems insatiable the way he's swallowing me down. He's never blown me like this before, twisting his head as he works my manhood with his throat. I groan in pleasure as he grips my balls and tugs on them, my hand in his hair. I let him work his magic for several minutes before pulling him up and depositing him onto his bed right after making him take off all his clothes, of course. It's it's as if Seder, so, it's as if Steve the Seder were reading porn. I, so that was completely generated by artificial intelligence. It was not clips of someone's voice. I selected I selected a character but where that did, I where wanted did the to text do it. Come from? 
Oh, I found the text oh, on the okay. erotica website. Um, and then this other one, just one more here. The Wheel I... of Time is a series of high fantasy novels by American author Robert Jordan, with Brandon Sanderson as a co-author for the final three novels. Originally planned as a six-book series, The Wheel of Time spans 14 volumes, in addition to a prequel novel and two companion books. Two. Jordan two. died in 2007 two. while working on what was planned to be the final volume in the series. He prepared extensive notes, so another author. Nope. The Wheel of Time. So yeah, that's uh, that's Hunter. Yeah, and uh, so we could do uh, we could do the entire pot. We could have an Adam voice, a Daniel voice. They have uh, they have a three hundred voices or something. Three hundred voices. And uh, although there is a fee, so we would have to actually make some money. Anyway, it's called Play.ht. Okay, I, I feel like so we, can... we we briefly touched on this in that weird was it an Amazon conference where they were talking about. Alexa could be trained on different voices and, and the, the dude from Amazon actually said on their stage, it's like, uh, imagine being able to hear, uh, you know, your dead grandmother read a book to your child. I don't know. I was I like, mean, that's I just creepy. That I don't want to hear my to grandmother listening. Yeah, she's dead. I don't want to hear her reading books. I don't want to hear things in her voice. I want to create an artificial intelligence of me so that when I, with voice and everything, so that when I die, you can just continue on the podcast with uh, Robot Adam. Well, I love uh, So you think that you're going to die first? Well, if I die first, just, or, yeah, I think I'm going to die long before you. Long before me? Long before I'm, you. Anyway, that's it, Daniel. I'm, I'm just, I'm those are two 11, AI I'm things. 11 years older than you, so I, uh, chances are I'll die first. I could get hit by a bus. Are there a lot of buses in Arkansas? Like, is that, uh, like, I've been to your house. I've been to your it's neighborhood. It's a concern. Well, I actually. Mean, there's not a lot of buses in your neighborhood, Adam. They, uh, there are cows in my neighborhood. I could get gored. No, they can't gore. They don't have, I haven't seen any bulls. You should talk to Herschel. In the neighborhood, talk, so. Talk to Herschel Walker. He, he knows a lot about bulls. Uh, Adam, you know what? It is our 100th episode, and we just have a big, huge backlog of uh, phone calls here. We don't know what they are. Huge. They could be anything, but let's get right into them now, shall we? Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. Uh, this is the segment where we play your voicemails, read your emails. Adam, you know, I had a, a thought just now. I didn't actually, I was reading in the chat room and our executive producer Cyclone had pointed out earlier that perhaps you and Mittens changing your names and this whole podcast AI stuff that you're bringing up here. Are you, are you about to start the Missy Wit podcast? Like, is that why you've changed we're, your names? And uh, well, we're going into the witness protection program. <laughs> and so we we need to we that's, need voice changers we need that's like obi-wan kenobi level uh hiding there isn't it it's just like yeah adam changed his name in the witness protection program he's no longer joseph adam burns he's now just <laughs> yeah. adam burns no, just adam. it's, it's kind of like being obi-wan kenobi no, he's no, like no 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 i'm uh, ben kenobi i have no idea who this obi-wan is i've never heard of him 
Also, Daniel, you think that I'm wearing the glasses because my eyes were hurting, but it's, it's really a disguise, disguise yeah. you know, as, you know, a la Clark Kent. Yeah. You wouldn't even have known it was me had I not said when we joined the Zoom call, you're like, who is this? I, I, had, to, I had to stop and look. I mean, wait, who's that? Who the, who the heck is that? Uh, Adam, it's our 100th episode extravaganza. We've gotten lots of uh, uh, contact here, but I got to ask real quick. Do we get any emails? Well, there was an email, but I think you may have helped him out. There was an email from Tony with an update on the number of episodes in our... Yeah, and he said it was... We're not going to read his email. Uh, he was just pointing out that it could have just been a Google podcast thing. Right. Yeah. He said on Google pod, pod, podcast, podcast, the, uh, the, the oldest episode was from July. Huh. Well, that's just crazy. Talk. Well, who knows, Tony? Uh, did, did we, you help him? Did you like, no, did he figure uh, just out on how the show, to listen to the other ones? On the show last week. So, oh, because uh, in it, Twitter just today, he said, thank you, Daniel. Oh, no, that was on Discord. And that was because he asked a or question in Discord. in Discord and said, hey, is this where we listen to the live shows? He was here earlier. He was here during the pre-show. He's, he's left now. Uh, Adam, did we get any tweets? Did we get any tweets for our 100th anniversary? I, we don't usually read those. There were a couple. Did you want to read one of them? I didn't get any, by the way. So uh, there are no tweets uh, directed at Daniel Brewer on, on the 100th anniversary, except for Kathy, at Kathy Bacon. Daniel Brewer. Is that your Twitter handle? Yeah, Daniel Brewer. It's not Daniel J. Brewer? No, it's Daniel Brewer. Well, you're right here in this at mention, so I don't know why you didn't. I, I, from, I'm a librarian, I never got a, uh, a mention. Well, there was, uh, there was, I sure hope these mixed boys are collecting all oh, those yeah, anniversary yeah, no. yeah, wishes no, and I death got, calls. I got that from, from. There were two doozies this week. I got that from Kathy Bacon, but I didn't. Anyway, it's not important. Mel, Mel says. Oh, really? Oh, so hey, there was a tweet. Daniel oh. and Adam, congrats on a hundred episodes. I could not send a voicemail in because I'm preparing for four live streaming author panels on Sunday. Oh, wow. Using the Roadcaster Pro. Our TV station crew were playing around and now want to borrow it too. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Wait, she wants them to borrow it? I guess. Archer says, Daniel and Adam, I sent you guys some audio for your hundredth. And uh, I think that was it. Okay, yep. great. Yeah. Well, we appreciate. So yes, we have tweets now as appreciate part of that. our contact segment. Or do I start from the top or the bottom? The uh, top. On the phone calls. All right, let's get to our phone calls here. Shall we, Adam? Uh, here we go. Hey, Daniel and Adam, this is Gary in Portland. Hey, Gary. Angela uh, Lansbury has passed away. She was 96. Uh, she was at uh, the Angel Inn. Uh, I thought he just said that she was daddy six. Like, and I'm, for it the sounds next, like his nose is stopped up a little bit or something. For the next few seconds, I was like, was that a role she played? That She played the role of daddy six. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. The, um, uh, murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Or one, I don't think she was an angel in that one, but anyway, she no, was she was no, she angel was, somewhere. No, anyway, no. I just wanted to let you know that she died. Yep. Uh, talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye. You know, in Mary Poppins. So is it is it Lansbury, like B-E-R-R-I-E, no, or why? Or is it Bury, like B-U-R? Yeah, Bury. Something. Yeah. Lensbury. Like which, like Brian and the Dare berries yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, uh, do you know Angela Lansbury was in Mary Poppins too, because uh, Julie Andrews refused to do the cameo. 
Oh, I didn't know a reason, but I knew she was in it. Apparently, Julie Andrews read the script because that was a horrible movie. Anyway, let's let's move on to our our next uh, phone call here. Let's. By the way, what? Oh yeah, 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 but yeah. That wasn't just, an anniversary call. That was a death line call. So yeah, you get a dollar, and uh, I mean, a dollar goes into the pot, and you get an entry for Angela Lansbury. Hey, this is Mike in Austin, Texas, calling to report Angela Lansbury, dead at 96. Winner of five Tony Awards. Yeah. Daddy, daddy six. Oh, I know who Mike in Austin is, I think. Nice. Okay. I think I know, I think that's, I think I know him. Congratulations, Mike in Austin. You are entered into the contest. Uh, Let's go to the next one here. You know, why did you ask me that question? I see you clearly spelled it here. Brian in the Burries with the, with the U. Uh, let's, let's, spoiler alert. This call is from Brian in the Berries. It's Brian in the Berries. And, uh, he says hot too. And the flop. And so does Junior. Um, oh, calling you today about Angela Lansbury. She she died. Hopefully it wasn't murder because she didn't write murder. She wrote this time, did she? Anyway, hi for Connecticut. (laughs) One dollar, one dollar, please. Yeah, no. Well, you get an entry. Well, Uh, you're correct. She died. So for that, but you're not getting another dollar added to the pot. Not another. Not one more red cent. Uh, Let's go to our next phone call here, shall we? Hello. Yeah. Hi, guys. Artie Cruiser for the Celebrity Death Phone. Uh, Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Dead at 96. Daddy six. Looks like there's a new club, the 96 Club. (laughs) Club Okay. Bye. You know what she saw? She saw that the queen died at 96 and she was like, well, you're not going to outdo me. It's a very popular age to die. Uh, yeah, I can't help but notice, Adam, that we're on our fifth phone call and not a single anniversary phone call yet. Well, so, there was there were some major deaths. Angela didn't die <laughs> until like two days ago. It's like this. They've had since. The, uh, all right. Let's uh, listen to our next phone call here, shall we? Hello. Hey. Deathline. Hey. Angela Lansbury, Dead. Age 90-something. Daddy six. Don't know if you've ever heard of her because she's old. She played the but part of... she died. Daddy okay, six. Okay, Scotty, Rosie Butler. Yeah. One dollar in the mail. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> in the, this is not, it's not how they work. Woodhaven. Scotty sent me a don't, coupon for Hungry Jack. Don't they... It's a... F- Go ahead. Hungry Jack is a what? It's a fast food place over there in Down Under. It's like, why are you sending me a coupon? I don't, I can't use it. I mean, I think it's the same restaurant as Burger King, but I don't believe I could go into Burger King and use the with Hungry a Hungry Jack? Jack coupon. We don't even have those kind of burgers. What he, on the coupon, it was some weird ass burger that we do not have here. The Down Under so, Burger. Uh, here's, here's my question. Do they call it mail over there? Don't they call it post over there? Like, shouldn't he have said $1 in the post or something oh, like that? Oh, I think they, I think they do say post. But I'm I'm not 100% certain about that. <laughs> I I think they do. Though. Next phone call. I have spoken Angela Lansbury dead um, yes. October 11th. Yes. And, um, National coming out. Uh, she, uh, gosh, she just missed her birthday. She was born on the 16th of October, oh. which is not even the 16th. So we can still celebrate it. As a matter of fact, no, I guess it's not. I was going to say we can celebrate it on Anyway, um, no, not on so our show. Angela Lansbury yes. dead, and uh, yes, Daddy Six. I wonder if she solved all those murders <laughs> that she wrote. 
I, I feel like I feel like if Kathy and Brian got together, they were both trying to make a murder she wrote joke, but I don't think either one of them really nailed it there. So maybe maybe you guys should collaborate there and, and come up with the uh, Well they can workshop it, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, they, can, it, yeah. they can workshop yeah, sure. it. Let's get you know, to now we're at six phone calls, all Seven. all being for Seven. Angela Lansbury, Seven. and we have fifteen total, so it's over a third of the call so far. Almost half. Well, seven of is half would be, that was seven. No, that was six. Let's get to our seventh phone call. Hey, Daniel and Adam, this is Gary in Portland. Uh, I just wanted to call and wish you a happy hundred and uh, yes uh, episode yes. of uh, the Bix. Yes, and. Uh, I probably will not be there live tomorrow night oh. at Mr. Adam Burns. I'm going to give be a good Baptist and be at our Baptist Associational meeting. So I probably won't be there tomorrow night to see this. Right. And uh, one correction on my uh, call about the... Uh, Angela Lansbury. Uh, thanks. What's her name? Wait, uh, Daddy, uh, Daddy Six. Or she wrote, lady. Yeah. Uh, I don't know somebody else. So anyway, uh, <laughs> just to clarify that. Anyway, what? He, he literally, night, he literally good, like, uh, thank you. Have a good day. We Bye. lost the signal right when he was clarifying whatever he was going <laughs> to clarify. So I uh, wonder if they could do an AI Gary voice. Gary voice. I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could. Uh, I was kind of, there you go. Our very first anniversary call. Thank well, you. Thank, of course it would be Gary, course, our sweet Gary. Uh, let's listen to a uh, next one, shall we? <laughs> birds is he strangling it <laughs> it's, it's birds. is that literally Happy him choking his chicken thank you Daniel and Adam the butcher birds are singing uh-huh, uh-huh. singing their happy birthday song <laughs> yeah I guess that should only be to Adam because I mean to Daniel because we know Adam hates birds yes Anyway, thank you for 100 episodes of wonderful content, although I'm only up to episode 98, so the next two could be a train wreck. And I guess this will be the final show because you guys normally have a podcast for a while and then you just cancel it. What are you talking about? Is he peeing? shut it down and <laughs> change the name and <laughs> come back as something else or whatever. Are you, so Are you peeing? Must be pretty much the end, but it's been great. Thank you for the memories. Yes. This is Scotty. Scotty, little Aussie Battler. You're Aussie Battler. Okay, uh, I'm going to sneeze. It's hay fever season. Wait, Bye. You, you peed and peed and a sneeze. <laughs> you get you get everything there, Adam. It's uh, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for wishing us. We're not going anywhere. I, I mean, right, not yet. Let's see. Uh, not until Daniel pushes me off of the ship one of these cruises. That's right. I will collects the insurance money. Wait, am I am I a beneficiary of the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, sweet. yeah. Of course, of sweet. course. I have to. There's podcaster co-host benefits. You know, telling you. You know, I don't. Otherwise, we may lose all that money. You know what I'm saying? Like you would not yeah. make the the big bucks, the big mix minus bucks that that, that we rake in every every week. I know people don't think that I actually get paid well at my tech job, do they? It's right. no, yeah. it's this. It's this. This is where the real money is. Uh, let's go to our next phone call. Shall we? Is this a first time caller? I feel like this is a first time caller. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Adam. Yes. Oscar here. Hi, Oscar. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy 100th show. <gasps> you guys are fantastic. You. I've been listening for years. Years. Don't stop. 
Don't hey, stop. Can I use, also use this opportunity to ask to be a part of that great club that you're in? I think it's uh, level, 13. level 13. Yes, level 13. I can't get enough of you guys. Yeah. Don't know why it took me so long. Uh-huh. Thanks, guys. Happy anniversary. Take care. Oh, Thank you, Oscar. Oscar, you started out so good. And then you're like, can I join level 13? And, well, you know, here's the problem. No. Here's the problem, Oscar, is... Uh, we would need an email. So all you have to do is email <laughs> us and say, Hey, can I join level 13? It, wait, did that, did that voicemail come in through email? Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we need your email. No. So just email it's, us, uh, email us at, uh, you know, uh, contact at mixedminuspodcast.com and uh, say, Hey, I want to join level 13 and we'll absolutely send you the, uh, the, the, the information. Look, the RSS. we would do it over, you know, from a voicemail message, but we have to email you something back. Yeah, we got to give you the RSS feed. We're not going to sit here and get... So, it's a very long URL. <laughs> Remember, plus, kids... If we give it on the recording, then no one ever has to ask to join again. Right. They can just go back to the Remember, show. Remember, kids, you can always go to http colon slash, uh, you know, whatever. Uh... QX seven five eight because they all have those hash marks in them. It's like QX seven A three twenty one. All right, let's get to our next phone call here, shall we? Um. Anthony Robert McMillan, also known as Robbie Coltrane, huh? professionally. Yes, dead, age seventy two. Yes, he played Hagrid in the Harry Potter film series. He did. Uh, well, can we even put an entry in there because we don't know who that no. was? No, sir. Right. Yes. Sir, we don't know who you are. I mean, you're correct. Uh, oh, that's not the right yeah. soundboard. I'm so sorry. I would yeah. uh, uh let me yeah. get it, that. Yeah. So we add a dollar. We'll add a dollar, but if you want to be entered into the contest, would you Should rightly call him you rightly unknown earned. No, just call listener. back. Just call back and say what your name is cuz it will match the phone number at that point cuz we have your phone number and your voicemail. So, just call back and say who you are and then that way Adam could put it on the sheet. So when you see this phone call, when you see this phone number, that phone call, that, that'll just be him saying who he is. It's like the unknown we don't, soldier, We don't have to Daniel. play it on the air is what I'm trying to say. We don't have to play it on the show. Uh, all right. Here's our next phone call. Hi, Adam and Daniel. Hey. This is Archer. I heard that this episode that you are recording right now right is now. your 100th episode. Yes. Congratulations on that. Very yes. good. Now, I, I don't know. Is that 100 of Mix Minus? Yes. Or 100 of all the podcasts you guys have done no. together? Because when you were doing Dubious Intent, I think you were already past 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In yeah. any case, congratulations on your 100th episode. Yay. Look at him trying to. I could have. You know, I'm such a bad person. Look at him trying to call us out. Yes, we know. We did Dubious Intent for like 500 episodes. We know that we've, uh, uh, you know, have put out a lot of content over the years and we're probably well, well, well beyond a thousand episodes at this point in time. But, uh, no, this is one minute he started talking. I thought he was going to say, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? Yeah, because Or Archer, something like that, you know? Yeah. He's on episode 9,875 yeah. or something. Well, 73. Uh, but uh, let's go to our next... Uh, oh, oh, is this... Thank you, Archer. We appreciate the call. Oh, thank you, Archer. If you haven't checked out Archer, go to Archer Radio. That's Archer with an R and then Radio with an R. So Archer Radio. So there's two R's in there. A-R-C-H-E-R Radio. Uh Anyway, go go there, check him out, uh, or just search for Archer Radio anywhere that fine podcasts are served, and check out uh, his podcast. 
where he will tell you all the podcasts he listens to and then forget to mention us. And then the next week have to like re-record another podcast where he goes like, oh no, of course I listen. Uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) let's, let's go to our next phone call, shall we? Hello. Hi, this is Sydney. Sydney. Bacon. Um, I guess. I guess. Yes. Daughter of Bacon. Yes. Um, bacon I'm calling bits. Yes. for my mom to wish a happy birthday. Or no, no it's no, not a happy no, birthday. Not a it's birthday. a happy anniversary. Yes, it's a happy anniversary. Yes. Daniel. Yes. Um, she said Adam hates anniversary shows. Yes. So I don't know what that means. Yep. Um, I guess. <laughs> Woodhaven, I don't know if she says that on this uh, <laughs> line, but happy anniversary, happy 100 shows. Hope Thank you guys you. have a great life. Right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, wow. peace out. Have a nice I, uh, life. Yeah. You, you too. Oh, so I, first of all, I'm glad she specified Sydney Bacon for because for, for a moment I thought Sydney, my dog, had called. Had called in and was wishing us a happy hundredth, you know, episode. And I was so I was shocked because she's never talked to me in that voice. Absolutely, you know they they. Uh, I think Big Fatty calls her Bacon Bits, uh, Sydney. Yeah. Is, uh, well, thank you. That I, I feel very special because I don't think that is, I'm sure she doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't. It is Kathy Bacon's favorite child, and uh, right. Yeah. She's kind of a clone of Kathy Bacon, to be honest. Well, Bacon Bits, yeah, exactly. They're very similar. Uh, let's get to our next phone call, shall we? Gosh, you guys, did you listen to um, Archer's latest show? Um, he must have played the downtown <laughs> clip uh, 37 <laughs> times. Um, for a minute, I thought I should call, like, the paramedics or something. Yes. Um, clearly, there was... Um, Clearly, there was not enough sleep after all that drinking. Did you hear the story about how they drank a $120 bottle of wine, and then they went home and took a nap, and then they drank more wine? Wait, no. See, that's why I'm not a big drinker, because, first of all, let me tell you about my drinking. Oh, there's somebody lost a lawn chair out here. It's broken, though. Okay, let me tell you about my drinking or whatever. So this is me and drinking. First of all, I am the life of the party without alcohol. Second of all, Um, People drink and then they, like, go to bed, Mm -hmm. like, just when the fun is getting started. Like, and since I don't digest alcohol, I'm either throwing up, no, seriously, or I am sitting around in the dark by myself for about three to five hours while everyone else is sleeping because if I don't digest alcohol, there's no, there's no drinking in excess and then laying down. So, okay. (sighs) Why did I, I start talking about drinking? Oh, that's right, because Archer was drinking. Yeah, Archer so was anyway, drinking. Oh, I was I confused, too. Even, like, why was she talking uh, about like, If I drink a bottle of wine, forget Wait, it. Wait, you don't drink? I mean, like, you don't drink? How would you fun. drink a bottle of wine if you and don't drink? Fun, I mean, like, we were if laughing, we were cracking jokes, we were like, I mean, all yeah. the jumping out windows, that kind of fun. Yeah. She on a what CB? Even, oh, and uh, happy 100. And, uh, oh, thank you. Hope you guys have a great show. Is she on a CB? I keep hearing static in the, in the quiet parts. It's just like, no, no, no. She's on an iPhone, Daniel. That's what they sound That's like. Probably exactly what they sound like. Thank you, Kathy Bacon. Uh, I appreciate that in highly informative podcast. Uh, you can check her out on her own podcast if you'd like to. It's uh, oh, that's right. She hasn't she hasn't started it yet. But even though I'm, I told her. 
Time and time again, I will executive produce her podcast. Um, Almost every episode of this podcast. We're at a hundred. You've said, said that at least a hundred times. All right, here we go. Is our next? It's, this is a penultimate phone call, Adam. The penultimate phone call. Hi, Adam and Daniel. This is Mac M A C from Florida Mac. calling back. I just wanted to wish you all a happy hundredth show. I hope this works. I'm calling from my car. Um, it does work. Yes. Yeah, I love the show, and uh, that's all I want to say. Bye. Excellent. Uh, now, is this this is Mac Zook, right? That uh, we'd seen him in the chat room before. Yeah, but I think he is the Mac right. from last yeah, week. He was we the first like, is it yeah. Matt? Is it Max? Yeah, is it Mac? Not. It was Mac. Matt. I didn't think it was it's him. Mac. Because I must be. I conflated in my head the fact that he was in the chat room with the fact. Oh, we've heard from him before, so he wouldn't be a first time caller. But uh, I had to perp. Uh, let's go to our. I had to burp, and I am not big fatty. I did not. I muted my microphone to do that. Thank you very much. I was raised proper. All right, let's go to our last phone call here. Fittingly. Coming in from Kathy Bacon. Hagrid, dead. Oh. Bacon. That's a death call. Harry Potter. Hagrid? Coltrane. Yeah. 72 years Coltrane. old. Coltrane. Dead. Coltrane. Seven hours ago. So uh, I can't remember what book it was, but I uh, walked the streets of uh, downtown Washington, D.C., waited for this bookstore to open, um, bought the leather-bound book for my son, was oh. so excited taking a late flight. One uh, of the volumes no, of Harry Potter. No, I think I was taking a late flight. And uh, and anyway, so get going to get home and, and give him the book. And uh, sure enough, forgot it in the taxi cab. <gasps> so when I got to the airport in Minneapolis, I just bought the regular book, brought it home, <sighs> gave it to him. He stayed up for seven or 11 hours straight wow. through the night or whatever and read the whole book. But anyway, yeah, Harry Potter. Um, discuss this. Have, have you guys read them? Do you hate Harry Potter? Do you like Harry Potter? I got to say that was my favorite ride when I went to um, Universal. to Disney. Yeah. No, Universal was not. There is no Harry Potter <laughs> Disney. Uh, the butter beer is good though. Here's my. I really like the butter beer. I, I don't remember. I was so disillusioned. I know. I know. We don't have to go back through so that again. Disillusioned with. Uh, and how the only thing you liked about Universal wasn't even in Universal. It was in their outdoor restaurant area before you actually enter the park. Yeah. You liked the cute waiter. Oh, yeah. And the burger. That was about the only thing of the experience that you, you enjoyed. Uh, that's, that's not true. But uh, here's, the, here's the thing. Uh, you asked the question, Kathy Bacon. Let me answer this to you. I came into the Harry Potter series around Goblet of Fire. So what is that? Book four? That was about when I entered into the Harry Potter universe. Uh, so I read book four and then went back and read books one, two, and three. So books five, six, and seven, I was in line at the bookstore at midnight uh, to get you know the very first copy and would stay up all night and read uh, those books when they came out. So yeah, I, I was a first day reader of uh, books five, six, and seven also, yes. Here's my problem. I cannot watch a movie and then go back and read the book. Okay. I can read a book and then go watch a movie or a TV show later, and I'm fine with that. But I, so I started reading Harry Potter before it came out in movie form. But once I watched the first movie, then you I stopped reading the books because I decided I was just going to watch them anyway. That, 
My reasoning for why I made that decision makes no sense. It doesn't. It makes zero because sense. Because I said I can watch, I can read a book and then watch the movie. Uh, and now what I'm saying is I decided not to. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. All right. For Adam, whatever reason. I So I read some of them. All right. Adam, thank you, Kathy Bacon, for calling multiple times. Thank you for having Bacon Bits call. Thank you for everyone that wished us a happy 100th episode. Yes, we know we've done way more than this. It just happened to be that we realized last week that this was our 100th, and we we wanted to make a big deal of it. Whatever. Uh, whatever. We do what we want. Uh, anyway, thanks you for everyone who called. I, I wanted to point this out, Adam. When you make a podcast, you not only have to edit the stupid audio and then me personally no, or I'm just, just the general you know you have to make the episode like you have to edit and make the actual audio yep. for it and then you have to move it up to a website so that people can get it and when you move it to that website you have to give it a whole bunch of information like artwork and you know descriptions and stuff like that it's a big deal right it's it's a big deal for a hobby that you have to not only yeah. do the thing like i would love it if if we could just sit here and record on friday night and then boom it's done like you know what i'm saying like if we were actually on the radio we would just do the show and it would be done end of story right but we don't we have to send files back and forth and then edit them and then on top of that i have to write like a recap on the stupid thing on the website all of this is to say adam that any of you, no one ever reads these descriptions on podcast and I can, I can prove it to you because here's the description from last week's podcast. Are, are you ready for this? Uh, these excerpts from this description. Next week, we will be recording our 100th episode of Mix Minus. We would love it if you would call in and let us know that you were out there. Nothing big, just say hi or happy 100th or maybe give us some fascinating trivia about why we recognize hitting 100. Oh, and if you, the reader of this work, what? Yeah. If you, the reader of this, work the word piccolo into your phone call, I will add $2 to the pot and add your name to the contest. So you see, Adam, we out of 15 phone calls tonight, not a single person mentioned the word piccolo or worked it into the, uh, the description, you know, into their phone call. Because had they, I was ready to, you know, hit the super surprise button and go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't just add a dollar to the pot like a celebrity Wait. died. No, add $2 to the pot. Wait, I'm confused. Where did you add this information? It is on the description of last week's episode. So in your podcatcher, if you have episode 99, oh, 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 you would see yeah. the description of the episode. Uh, and that is, I put it there on the description. Okay. I'm saying you people. Well, I'm not going to call into my own show. And no, so... but I'm just saying no one did. You could have. You could have. Oh, yeah. You could it have right there. gotten You're another right. entry into our contest. You know, you know, I didn't even notice that you write a different description for every episode. <laughs> I don't do that for my show. I just change the day. Monday, uh -huh. you know, October, know. whatever, Tuesday. Well, I don't put a di I'm not going to go back and say, oh, yeah, I talked about my crap that I had this morning. And right. it's not you. Uh, anyway, Adam, that was our contact. Thank you for everyone for calling and writing. We do appreciate you. Uh, and uh, I have to get out of the segment now. Three, two, one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. Uh, we have put this in between and you are going to talk about it. Now, I'm, I'm curious. You're going to talk about a TV show. Is this the original, like the American version of the show? Or are you going to talk about the British version of the show? The American version of this show. The, the old American version of the show? Or is there, no. is there a new one? There's a new one. <gasps> Tell me. I want to know more. All right. First of all, catch the audience up. What the fuck are we talking about? I, <laughs> so when Mark and I, when Mark and I went on Monday night to Hot Springs because he was getting his passport on Tuesday morning, we stayed in a hotel and we needed to find something to watch on TV. And so we, well, not on TV. I mean, they have Netflix. What? They're not yes, monsters. You know, what? Yeah, we know. So we, we logged into Netflix. <laughs> that's, like saying, that's like saying I videotaped it. No one has used videotape in 20 years, but uh, we still, so, yeah. Well, occasionally we do because a lot of times in hotels, we'll just go to Food Network. But I wanted to watch something, not just a cooking show. So I was just kind of scrolling around on Netflix and I saw The Mole and I thought, oh, yes, this is now I've never seen the original episodes of The Mole. I know that it existed, but I never watched it. I don't don't know why. I just never did. I don't know if you can. I don't know if they're they're anywhere. Well, there's a couple of seasons on Netflix now because I guess they bought a couple of seasons. Uh I don't know if they're going to get all of them, but Netflix has restarted The Mole. (sighs) Yes. Now, it's not with the same host. I believe you said Anderson yeah, Cooper was Anderson, the host. Anderson it's not Cooper him. Was the, was the host, yeah. It's some lady from MSNBC or she's good. Alex, I like her. Alex Wagner. Alex Wagner, yes. Mm-hmm. I like her. I've never seen them all. I just wanted to ask you, had you been watching this? Because I like it a lot. And I think the format kind of mixes parts of Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race. Yes. I think it mixes all of those formats together in one way or the other. And I'm really enjoying all it. All right. So let me let me see if I remember the, the premise of the mole. So the mole is X number of contestants. I don't remember how many um, are coming on to this game show. And throughout this game show, they're just going to do different little tasks. But the secret of the game show or the 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 the, the the gimmick of this game show is that one of the, let's say 12 contestants, one of the contestants of the 12 contestants is actually a mole. He's, he's not a contestant. He works for the, uh, you know, for the production company. He has access to all the producers and to, you know, he can set things up or he or she can set things up. They can deceive other people. And the whole goal of the game is that at the end of every episode, you have to guess who of the remaining contestants in the game are the mole? You have to rank them, like, you know, from one to however many you're left, who you think the mole is based off of their behavior or whatever that you've seen. And whoever's the furthest from ranking, you know, whoever's the furthest from uh, uh, guessing who the mole is leaves that, you know, they, they're, they're kicked out of the show. So that's how you whittle it down, right? Now, if you, when you get down to the final, I don't remember if it's, three or four people, but you like, if you can absolutely pick the mole, then you win the game. If you pick the mole wrong, like when like there's three people left or something like that, if you, if you get it wrong, then then you don't, then the mole wins and they get some money. But, uh, is that, is that 
still the premise of the of the game? So I've only seen uh, it's it's a, it seems like they've made some adjustments to it. So so what this is, there is a mole. Yep. But all of those tasks that you were talking about are more like escape room type things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you're going to have to break out of a prison, right, right, yada, right. yada, yada, and, and all that kind of And so the mole has and, a chance to sabotage the tasks. Right. Yes, the mole exactly. can sabotage the tasks and all that kind of stuff. And so, but each of those awards you money. And so you have a pot. Ah. And as you go, the your I pot goes up. And the goal of the mole is to k- prevent you from... They, they want to keep the pot as low as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. Because the other difference, and I don't know if this is a difference, but the other difference between what you described yep. and what I saw is instead of just selecting, ranking them in order that you think it's the mole, it asks you questions. So like oh, the yeah, mole, yeah, yeah. what color eyes yes. does the mole have? Yes. And so you'll say brown. Ah. And so I was thinking, and then the person. So it's not, who it's answers, not a, so I was misremembering that. It wasn't ranking. That is exactly what it was. They, they, yeah. they, yeah. And then the person who gets the most questions wrong is immediately eliminated. Yes. And they can't say bye or anything. Right, right, yeah. Just, no one knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was telling Mark. I need to go on this show. First of all, it has all the best parts of all the game shows. Mark and I don't have to run around in all these countries and him wanting to get a magnet while we're trying yeah, no, to go. They stay in like meet. luxury hotels. And we and all these we don't have yeah. to like camp, you know, with raccoons and stuff like that. We don't have to there. I mean, there we don't have to live with people we don't like for 90 days. There's nothing, you know, and so I think this is perfect. And I figured out how to win, how to win it. It's so simple. The, this quiz that they give, Daniel. Yeah. They say, does the mole have brown or green eyes or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay. Here's the strategy. Make sure you talk to all of your teammates and find out as much information as you can. And then for each of those questions, pick the answer that matches the most number of the contestants that are remaining. And you're going to increase your chances of getting the question right. You will. Do that for you. Don't need to know who the mole is. Well, you I don't mean, even need to know. You just uh, pick the here's the, the most, here's the thing. Okay, the about, most people have brown yeah. eyes. I'm going to pick brown eyes. Here's the thing about statistics, though. If if the mole doesn't fit the thing, if the mole doesn't share characteristics with the majority of the people, then that would be a bad thing, right? I mean, I feel like the people that make the test also know that strategy, and they're going to be like, okay, we're going to ask questions that I thought I was muted. Sorry, we're going to ask questions that the uh, that are opposite of them. Anyway, here's the one. So thing. I'm loving I, it, and I, I think you should watch I, it. I, what's it on? What service? Netflix. Is it on? Oh, I don't have Netflix. Netflix. I don't have Netflix right now. Ever? It's never in your rotation. No, it's in my rotation, but I don't have it right now. Uh, here's the uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Adam. I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you some information from the original series. I tried to go back and watch it, but it looks so old. It's square. Right. Just watch. I mean, what just, is no, that? Just watch the finale. <laughs> just watch the finale of each episode of each season, so you can see what. Because what they do is they say, "Look, uh, here's all the ways that the mole sabotaged things. Like, here's how they did it. Right? Because you, the the viewer, don't know who the mole is. I, I forgot to mention that. You, the viewer, also no, we don't don't know who the mole is. So on the finale, they not only reveal the winner, but they reveal who the mole was and how how they sabotage things and how they, you know, what they did that, that to sabotage different things and how they talk to producers and set things up. But the other thing they show you is, is that the mole is kind of a cocky little show. It, it's originally a German show or a British show. There's, there's several different versions of it 
throughout the world. But um, like on the on the season one of the American one, they're like, yeah, and we've been telling you who the mole is since the very first episode. If you take the first letter of every contestant in the order that we showed them, it spells out the first name of the person who was the mole, right? It's like they like they like hide things in the the show intro and stuff that has been happening every single you know. Everybody in this list of care of cast was alphabetical except for the mole. It's like the one character, you know, the one person that we listed out of alphabetical. Well, order. thanks for giving me that kind of information. Now, now I'm going to go back and start counting everyone the order is. of the. Everyone is. That's what I'm saying. They do it every, but they change something different every year, and it's like they're not going to do it again. But I'm just saying there is something in the intro of the mole. There's some kind of pattern that on the finale show they're going to t- reveal to you. Like, look, we've been telling you this the whole season. Like, we've been telling you this every single episode. Anyway, it's only got five episodes so far. I think there are 10 or 12, so it's yeah. they've still got a, another drop. Nice. But I can't I can't watch anymore until Mark's back from the Philippines because we're watching it together. Well, maybe we can watch so, it on the cruise ship. Yeah, we could watch the, uh, the mole on the cruise ship. I, a lot of shows are, are, are wrapping up. Like I know Lower Decks is getting their finale. Um, She-Hulk just, well, we have Disney forever. Um, so that's not, you know, Disney's not in a rotation. That's one of our perms, but, um, the other one that we're, so we have Paramount plus right now and we have HBO max. And I think the thing that we were watching on HBO max has, oh, house of the dragon. And that's coming up to its finale. So I think when house of the dragon has its finale, we'll probably drop HBO and maybe we'll pick up Netflix. Cause there's a couple of things on Netflix. I think that we could watch at this point. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's the it's the, I'm I would love to check that out. I love the the show, the mole. I was sad that it never got the ratings that like Survivor did, and so it never got more than two seasons here in the uh, United States. So, I think it had four seasons. But by the way, Zach was telling me uh, tonight that when he listens to the show live, that we sound really really slow because normally when he hears the show, it's in my truck on the. Uh, you know, uh, and I listen to all my podcasts at 1.3 speed. So everybody sounds uh. faster when I listen to my, so we sound drunk when we do this show live. So if we ever do a live show again, like if we ever do a, uh, you know, New Orleans or, uh, or Las Vegas get together, whatever, we need to figure right. out some kind of technology that will let us buffer so that we can just sit on stage and talk normally, but then it delays and then it plays it out to the audience at 1.3 speed so that <laughs> yeah. we don't sound yeah. drunk. Okay. We can actually, we can do that already because this Roadcat Road Podcaster Pro 2 has an audio latency or delay that you can add. Yeah. And you can just add that latency to the channel that you're sending to the speakers. No, I'm saying it needs to buffer. No, you need to slow it yeah. down. It needs no, to also we need slow to it speed down. it up. Like we need to, um, so it needs more information than it can play at this. Anyway, that's not important, Adam. Let's do this. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What question? Willie Ask. It is the Mixed Minus News Game. This is the segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times news quiz, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer those questions. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer it without asking what the choices are, but I am always free to ask what the uh, the choices actually were. Uh, out of five questions, I will, of course, 
get a very high score. But if I trip up in any way, there is a bonus round immediately following those five questions in which Adam will read me a Trivial Pursuit card and I have 60 seconds for bonus points to answer as many questions of it as I can. So Adam, what is our first question on the old news quiz this evening? All right. The first question is, in which city did the city council president resign this week after an audio recording revealed her and two other council members making racist comments? It was that was Los Angeles, but I I never heard the recording and I don't know what she said. I'm kind of curious, but I, I yeah. Yeah, yes. it doesn't say what she said. So and I have the recording here. Dan. No, I don't. I don't. Uh <laughs> Russia bombed nearly a dozen cities across Ukraine this week in apparent retaliation for what? Oh, because Putin was like, you sank my battleship. No, uh, it was a bridge. They blew up Putin's bridge. And so he was like targeting civilians in, in uh, retaliation. Well, there's only one that says bridge. It says a blast that destroyed parts of a key bridge linking Crimea to Russia. Yeah, actually, they, they used car bombs to set off like fuel, a fuel cars on a train that was going over the same bridge. So they, they, they timed it so that the, these fuel things going, you know, these cars carrying fuel on the train and then the car bomb exploded and then it set those on fire. Yeah. It destroyed the, that's bridge. correct. Yeah. Number three, which West coast team is in the MLB playoffs for the first time in 20 years, Daniel, I know this will be easy for you. <sighs> You know, Adam, I can give you just so you don't you're not no, no, no. bragging you know no, no, to the no, listeners. No, no, I can no, give you no, choices. No. You know, what? I don't even need them. I don't even need them because, Adam, uh, one of my new co-workers is from Seattle and she was talking about that today in our Friday huddle. Uh, and I don't follow sports, so I have no idea what it is, but I believe it is the Seattle Mariners. That, huh. that is a total fucking... I know you did not cheat that is because a total Cyclone got it fluke. wrong in the chat room. <laughs> that is a total fucking fluke that she was just talking about that in our meeting today. More than 260, this is number four, more than 260 million people in the U.S. have received at least one COVID vaccine. Yes. As of this week, about how many have gotten the new booster formulated for the Omicron variant? Oh, not a lot. 15 million, 45 million, 80 million, 160 million, or 225 million. I know it was very disappointing and it was not a lot. I've got it. <laughs> I took the census. You can too. Uh, answer the I got the a census. sticker. They're I put counting the sticker on wore it the rest of the day. Uh, I, I'm going to, what, what was the lowest on that list? 15 million I'll go with the was low, the lowest. I'll go with the lowest. That I wonder if they counted me because maybe it should be Mark and I did it relatively recently. It, it might be, be 15, 15 million, million and two. two. Yeah. Number five. Number is the final question. Angela Lensbury, <laughs> a Hollywood Broadway and murder. She wrote star. Yes. Died on Tuesday at 96. I had never daddy six, but I'd never heard of that. During her seven decade career. Yes. She also voiced the the voice of which Disney character? Mrs. Potts. Everyone knows that as Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. See, I went easy for the last one Beauty on the Don't Do Disney without us host. That is, that was very uh, daring of you to do that. Well, you've got five out of five. Yeah, five out of five. I don't even need these bonus points, but we're going to do them nonetheless. So, Adam, let's put. I can't believe you got the sports question. Sixty seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, 
What Beverly Hill Street is often linked to New York City's Fifth Avenue? Rodeo Drive? Correct. Oh. Wait, which was that? You gave me both. (laughs) Correct. What New England poet popularized the line, I have miles to go before I sleep? Miles to go before I sleep. Robert Frost? Correct. Who disappeared shortly after noting they don't kidnap journalists? Those people need me. I tell their story to the world. Ooh, Missy Witt. Terry Anderson. What century saw Alexander Cummings issued the first patent for a flush toilet? What century? What century? The 18th? Correct. What did Senator Everett Dirksen die of just after griping, they've taken my cigarettes away? Cancer! I mean... Come on. Come on. What is that? Was I, that a- I don't have time to... That was four out of six. That was I, four out of six? That's gotta that's, be... Uh, that was pretty good. Um, record. It was actually lung cancer, but I gave it to you anyway. Yeah, I would have guessed based off of smoking cigarettes, right? So it's like... If I was playing Trivial Pursuit with you, which I have done before, that would have been, you know, one of those ancillary clues. I won and we will never play Trivial Pursuit again. I was going to bring it on the cruise. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, I can say I beat Daniel at Trivial Pursuit Mm -hmm. and there's no way that that can change. Ever, 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 ever. It is written in history. It's a trivia question. Uh, Adam, (laughs) each and every week, our executive producer, Cyclone, uh, compiles just an exhaustive compendium of things that have happened on this day, the day that we are recording of some previous year. So uh, today for us is October 14th, 2022. But no, these are things that have happened on October 14th of some other year. Do you get what I'm saying, Adam? Do you get the bit? I do. I'm just posting a photo in the chat chat room. I just want to tell them the guy in the very front who's like pointing. Does he have VPL or is, is that just something in his pocket? Is that just like a wallet or something? Or is there some VPL going down his leg there? All right. There's a lot to unpack here. So uh, Adam just posted a picture of the Seattle Mariners winning, I guess, or whatever they do. Yeah. And the gentleman in the very front of the picture has possibly a very large penis in his, you know, visible penis line. There, I'm more distracted by the dude to the far left who looks like he has chewing tobacco in his mouth and he's yelling and it's about to fall out like that. Like it just looks like a dark cavernous hole of chewing tobacco inside of his mouth. And dark cavernous coal was Auntie Scott's or dark ca- damn it. Dark cavernous hole was Auntie Scott's stripper name in the late sixties. Oh, she's gonna get on to you for that. It's in the seventies, Adam. In the seventies, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in the seventies. Happy National Dessert Day, Adam. Happy National. I love desserts. Yeah, calories don't count today, so make sure to pick up a box of donuts that you've been thinking about all week. Uh, five facts about your favorite desserts. Girl Scout cookies were originally homemade. Did you know that? Huh. I didn't know that, but I could I could have guessed it if someone asked, you know. Girl Scout cookies were, were originally homemade and made out of real women. 
are made out of real girls. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the next one. <laughs> a common misconception, Boston cream pie is actually a cake. Uh, no, Daniel, it's not a cake. It is a sex act. And uh, so, yeah, they're absolutely right. They are absolutely right. So either way, it's not a pie. Uh, the origins of the word dessert, desert, originates, how am I supposed to pronounce it? Originates from the French word desivir, meaning to clear the table. Okay, I didn't, I did not know that. So We've been watching this YouTube series recently called Jamie and Julia, where this, I'm, we're guessing he's Canadian chef, is going through the, uh, the joy of French cooking Volumes one and two by Julia Child, and like trying to make the the recipes. One, it's a YouTube channel. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. And oh. uh, he he fucks it up every time. He gets something wrong every time. He like uh, you know he's he's, but you know he's moderately attractive and the food looks good. And but her cookbooks are written so fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Most of the time when he fucks up, it's because her... Well, it's because you have to write him like she sounds. So you have to go, <laughs> the chicken and the rice, you put it in the Dutch oven and you're hungry. You know, you have to read it that way and then no, everything makes she's sense. She's like, on one page, she's like, you know, you make this bechamel sauce and then you set it aside. And you eat bechamel sauce and you add in Parmesan cheese to it and you set it aside. And then later in the recipe, it then says, and then you would spoon on the cheese sauce. In equal, and, and he's like, wait, what? Do I, is there a, did I miss a cheese sauce or is she talking about the bechamel with the cheese in it? Like, cause she called it something else earlier <laughs> and now later in the rest. Anyway, it's all about French cooking, which is where the, or did you know, Adam, that the, uh, the word dessert originates from French? I do. I, well, just two minutes ago, <laughs> you know, McDonald's serves at weddings. No, I, I did not know that. Did you know that they make the wedding cakes out of their world famous apple pie? That. That would be moderately interesting. Maybe. You know, I do not like chocolate. And a groom's cake is usually some some form of chocolate. I know you're weird. So we could make our groom's cake out of apple pie out of McDonald's apple pie. You know, how can someone who doesn't like tomatoes and chocolate have a problem with me not liking seafood? I don't have a problem with you not liking seafood. Well, that's true, you don't. Never mind. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Uh, all right. And finally, the number five fact about your favorite dessert is one that I can't even pronounce, much less fathom here, which is uh, black sapote is a fruit that tastes like chocolate sure. pudding. I've, I've never heard of that, nor have I had it. Never, never in a million years. Uh... In, uh, you know, it's also World Egg Day. I don't think you should skip that, Daniel, wh- because why? I love an egg. Well, we've spent like a good also, 20 minutes on the dessert. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me about eggs. Tell me about it. This is five This is five facts about omelets um, that will, that will excite you. Excite you. Yeah. It was first made in Persia. Oh, that, that's very exciting. It was loved by an emperor. Napoleon Bonaparte feasted on an omelet prepared by a local innkeeper while he was while he and his army were traveling through France. Have you ever visited the exact inn in that he ate it in? No, I have not. Okay. 
The next one, the Chinese modified it. Egg foo young, a Cantonese omelet made with beaten eggs and usually ham, is popularly eaten by the Chinese. India also has a version, and it's globally available. You know what? None of these were exciting. They were not. You can keep going. I feel like keep going, Daniel. Adam, I feel like you reading those was. I was excited by the mention of eggs because I, I like. I feel eggs. like you reading them was an. <laughs> Was exasperating to listen to? Was an egregious error. An egregious error. Yeah. You know, on October 14th, 1977, at a press conference in Des Moines, Iowa, while reporters were questioning Bryant about her national crusade against homosexuals, we're talking about Anita Bryant, by the way, gay rights activist Tom Higgins... Wait, is that the one that you said in the lap of? Yes. Gay, the very same? Yes. Gay rights activist Tom Higgins threw a pie in Anita Bryant's face, which caused Bryant to comment, at least it was a fruit pie, before praying for Higgins and breaking down in tears. Is that because she doesn't like fruits? Because she she was against the gays. She was like, literally had right, like fruits. a- fruits. I'm yes, saying yes, fr- exactly. Was she making a gay fruit sort of yes. joke there? Yes. Okay. I think maybe she might not have been smart enough to get that she was making that joke, but certainly came out that way. Uh, Let's see. Anything else that we wanted to Disney news here? Uh, Oh, the uh, 20,000 leagues under the sea opened on October 14th, 1971. Nice. It was not an opening day attraction at uh, magic kingdom in Florida. It it opened two weeks after opening day. So it, it, because October 1st was the opening day of the Magic Kingdom. So for for whatever reason, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was delayed by opening by uh, two weeks. Now, what was that? Would you just get on a submarine of some sort? or uh... It features a 39-passenger submarine in an 11.5 million gallon tank of water. So you would, oh, so it is. You, would you go, actually do go into the water. Yes, but the... the all right, so the, the submarines are on tracks... And they never submerge. But you go down into the submarine, so you yourself are submerged. Okay. And then there was a sound. And that's not a ride that exists no, today. No, no, it's been paved over. It is right. now the new fantasy land over in the kingdom. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that we care about uh, here? Uh, Chuck, Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier. I think I read that or saw it on a YouTube video or something. I can't remember. Martin Luther King... Junior won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964 on this day, uh, and Pulp Fiction opened in theaters on 1994. Uh, there you go. But you know what? The real news, Adam. The real news. You have to go to the real newspapers, and I'm talking about, of course, the Weekly World News. This is from the no the October 14th, 1997 edition of the Weekly World News. Uh, I know that you had said on your award-winning podcast, The Geeky Gay, that you were maybe going to try to lose some weight while mittens was out of town. Yeah, maybe because you can more closely regulate what you eat. Uh, But did you know, Adam, that you can daydream your fat away? No, I did not. Please tell me. Merely daydreaming about being thinner can actually help you lose pounds. Experts say, think of yourself as a thin person and you will eat like a thin person and lose weight. Says, huh. says this person who is the co-author of a book, Mind Overweight, which outlines her daydreaming program. 
here is your 15 minute a day weight loss method, right? So 15 minutes a day. That's all you got to do, Adam. 15 minutes a day. Sitting. What do, what do I have to do? Sitting quietly with your eyes closed and breathing deeply. Now, why, yeah. why would your eyes be breathing deeply? Uh, relax the muscles of your body, starting with your head. Slowly work down to the tips of your toes, releasing the tensions in every muscle as you go. Got it? Okay. Yep. That's what I'm doing right now. Number two, once you are totally relaxed, picture a white swirling mist and see yourself slowly emerging from it. As the mist clears, see yourself getting thinner. See how attractive and happy you are. Uh, that's going to be a struggle. But then, Adam, number three, imagine moving around in this slim, healthy body. Oh, I can imagine that because I feel like that time that I had plantar fasciitis or whatever on my heels, it was because I was carrying too much weight. Yeah. 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 Number four, daydream you were looking into a mirror and admiring the new, thinner you. Doing it. Doing it right now. Uh, And finally, number five, after spending a few minutes enjoying your new thinness, gently- Go have Whataburger. Gently open your thin, wait, gently open your eyes, but don't leave your thin attitude behind. Carry it with you all day. Eventually, Miss McLeod says, you won't even need to perform the daily exercise because thinking thin will become second nature. Oh, okay. You're welcome, Adam. You're welcome. I- I've now helped you, uh, you know, and I, I appreciate it. I have, we'll see if it works. You'll see me in almost in about a month. So, uh, I feel like this time of year was just historically shitty for movies. There's again, there's must've been, there's only like a three of them and, and none of them really have great things. So let's just move on to this. Uh, many people were born on October 14th throughout the years. Let's say happy birthday to a few of them. Now, Max Thoreau, American actor and director, from Catch That Kid in Bates Motel. Oh, he's kind of a snack. Yeah, he's... he's uh, for those of you who don't know, our executive producer uh, bolds a few of these names, and those are the ones that we have photos of in the, in the, in the package. Usually shirtless photos. Uh, Steve Coogan turned 57, an English actor, comedian, producer, screenwriter for Night at the Museum. I'm assuming he's the one uh, underneath okay. Paul Rudd. Must be, yeah. Uh, Isaac Mizrahi turned 61, American fashion designer, and Greg Evigan. God, I used to have a crush on Greg Evigan. Uh, He's an American actor from My Two Dads, who looked a lot like uh, Luke Duke, but he wasn't, because Luke Duke was- You mean from the Dukes of Hazzard? He looked a lot like him. He wasn't him. But I think Greg, didn't Greg Evigan also play BJ from BJ and the Bear? Like, I have no idea. I don't know who he is. I'm looking at the picture right now and I don't know him. Yeah, he, I think he did. I think he did. John Travolta turned 72. Uh, Cliff Richard turned 82. And uh, who else do I see on the... Nobody. No, but Usher turned 44. Uh, however, born on this day, but died now, uh, is your one of your heroes, Harry Anderson from Night Court. Oh, yeah. Born out. Also, E.E. Cummings was born on this day, as was Lillian Gish. So from all of us here at Mix Minus to all of you there having birthdays or or being dead, happy birthday to you. Happy death day. No, we're celebrating their birthday, not their death. 
See, because if we were if we were celebrating their death day, uh, my dad's death day is coming up. Like uh, I think oh. November fifth, I think is when he died. So uh, that's going to be one, two, three shows from now. Three shows from now will be uh, how many years is it? Ten. This is his tenth anniversary of his death. What do you get? someone for their 10th death, uh, death anniversary of uh, i'm just waiting for bronze because that bronze plaque that's misspelled out in the uh, park I'm, I'm you know i'll replace it when i think bronze is like 30th or something so on his 30th uh, uh death anniversary i'll replace that blonde that bronze plaque out there will you be around sure i will 20 years from now oh yeah that's okay yeah you've you've got that many years I left and you probably i got that many years <laughs> now you're doing marathons so for sure <laughs> right. Fuck you. I run a 5k. Uh, anyway, Adam, uh, I, I, I mentioned this on the last week's show and that I had ordered it, but it did arrive at my, my, at my house. Uh, I have the new pixel seven pro right here. Uh, and I gotta say, it's gotta, do you always just keep tweets from Kathy Bacon up on your screen? Like at all times? Cause it's, yeah, I like to, uh, oh, okay. I like to keep track of what Kathy Bacon is doing. Um, the, uh, the, 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 uh, you know what on level 13 and for, well, for those of you in the chat room, I will share some pictures that I've taken on this phone over the last few days. Cause the camera is amazing. Um, but, uh, in our household, Zach has gotten a new phone recently and I've gotten a new phone recently. And let me tell you, uh, when you get a new phone and you have to transfer all your shit over, it's a, it's an ordeal. It's a, it's a good, uh, you know, half day of like relogging into things and getting apps set up the oh, way that yeah. you like them and, and notifications and everything. But at, uh, Zach moved from an, uh, a pixel to an iPhone. So my experience with transferring my old phone to my new phone was vastly different than his. Cause mine, I was going to say, don't you just take your iPhone into the Apple store and then you have a personal assistant who personally moves your files from one to the other gingerly logs in for you and all your websites, oh. make sure that everything's oh. perfect. And right. then hands Cy- it back Cyclone to you in the chat room is saying Apple makes it easy on an iPhone. No, Android makes it easy if you're going from Android to Android. But when you're, when you go out of an ecosystem, it is, uh, you know, you can't just transfer from, from Android to, uh, to iPhone. Anyway, I'm just going to say I had a much easier time, you know, moving my stuff over. Then, uh, now Zach will be one of those people who are like, well, my iPhone, you see, uh, does this and it's the better. Thing. Here's the thing. I was, there was on one of the Disney discords I'm in, they started this whole iPhone Android thing and I, I didn't participate. I was just watching it. But every single iPhone person was talking about how they needed more storage on their phone. Like I have the 512 gig, but I need to get the one terabyte one because I'm running out of space. And I'm like, have you? Like, has Apple dumbed you people down so much that you don't know what cloud storage is? It's like, I have a 128 gig phone. This is, this is my, my, my Pixel 7 Pro is a 128 gig phone. I don't fill up more than half of that space. I look back at my old Pixel 5 here out of my 128 gig on that one. I'm only using 64 gigs of, of storage because every single photo I take, every single video I take is backed up to my cloud account. And then removed off my phone. So it's like, why, why are you paying Apple for this terabyte of storage? Like, do they not have Google photos on iPhone? I don't know. They must, but I I don't know that. I've never had an iPhone, so I'm not sure. So, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations on your new phone. Anna. And uh, it is what it is. Uh, Adam, happy 100th anniversary. 
Yeah, you too. Well, not anniversary. Happy 100th show. I feel suddenly I'm Sydney Bacon. I, I can't even get it right. It's like when I, it's not an anniversary. It hasn't been a hundred years. It's no. If you're uh, Sydney Bacon, you'd be like, um, "Have a good life," or whatever. That's right. Peace out, bitches. Have a good life, uh, Adam. You know what? If you would like to call us and you know wish us a happy belated 100th episode, you can do so. Our phone number is seven zero seven six one death, or you can go to uh, it on your smartphone. Your smart telephone. You can go to uh, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com from your smartphone browser and just uh, record us a message right there. It'll sound a lot better. Uh, Adam, next week we'll be back. Yes, I'll be here. I, I don't know about you. Right. I'm I'm alone as we discussed. So I'll be here. I'll be here. And it's uh, just Sydney, yeah. my dog, and I. Just with not long, Sydney as Bacon. Long as she's not cleaning herself. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.